his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. And welcome to the back brief. I'm Rod Rodriguez and I have the voice that you all have fallen in love with. If you're, if you're listening to uh, Ion Vets, you know him. The wonderful, the amazing, the talented, and dare I say, attractive? No Briggs. The Buttery Tones coming to you live from my studios here in suburban Maryland. Hello. Quit making love to my ears, sir. Quit making love to my ears. Phil Briggs. What how up, are man? you, man? How is the world? How is how are you doing in these days of the great sick sick? I'm good. I'm good. And in fact, today I'm glad we're talking because uh, I have a couple reasons you can be doing better, and uh, a couple reasons that uh, Navy Seal Rob O'Neill can be doing better, and a reason why we don't have to worry about these elections as much as we're being told. So, if anything, I'm the antidote to anxiety today. The antidote to anxiety. Let, let's start with Rob O'Neill. Who is this guy? Uh, why does it sound familiar? What happened? You know, he's the guy that shot Osama bin Laden. American hero. American treasure. Navy SEAL. <laughs> they can do no wrong. Pretty sure my neighbor claims to have shot Osama bin Laden. Everybody has taken a shot at Osama bin Laden. Is it true? Did he really do it? Because I've heard, like, I think I read somewhere that, that another SEAL was like, listen, man, we shot him. He walked up on a dead body and shot him in the head or something along those lines. I still don't know. shot him. <laughs> still, still shot him. Still shot Osama bin Laden. So what's up with this dude? You would think you shot Osama bin Laden. You go write your book. You're good, right? Like, th- that's it. Why, is right, he, right. why was he in the news? Well, I mean, he's got great tweets. I don't mean that like in a Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition kind of way. I mean... Nice tweets. I know his Twitter feed's impressive. He's always got great sarcasm. He's lighting it up. He's political. He's kind of right wing. Maybe that's an understatement. I don't know. But like, I like him. He's just funny. And he gets, he gets his trolls going. And recently he was trolling Delta Airlines. Well, he was trolling them, but he was on a Delta Airlines flight. And he dips down his mask, pulls up his camera, takes his selfie with some dude in the background wearing a mask. And then writes like, not a pussy <laughs> or something like, and what's funnier yet is the guy behind him wearing the mask has a Marine Corps hat on. So Aww. it's like a, another little inner service rivalry, you know, slam there. I don't know what his point of doing that on a Delta flight was, but of course it all made noise millions of followers later. 
he's in a pissing match with Delta Airlines. And, uh, of course, then they, I guess, ban him from flying. Like, ban him for life. You are banned. Sure. So, he, so was he, he was wearing a mask. There was a mask there. Allegedly, his story, or the story goes, he had a mask. He just took it off, took for, it the off for the video to be a smart ass and kind of, you know. Because they weren't going to let like, him on the flight without it. Right. I mean, I don't think he was violating any, like, airline rules or FAA regulations because he clearly was in his flight, you know, he's in his seat. But, you know, he's just being a smart ass. And then they ban him because they're saying, you know, you're, that's the wrong message. Did you to do with that and COVID? Let's do it for okay, COVID, COVID. So, so he gets banned. So here's why I'm the antidote to anxiety today. They shouldn't ban him. They should employ him. They should employ him. Like, yes. be a work for Delta? Well, I, I don't know if he should work on the flights per se, but he could do a whole PR campaign where it's Rob O'Neill, air mask marshal. And he's like, you know, it's a parody and he's walking down the aisles and he's got like his, you know, he's got his battle rattle on with like hand sanitizer cartridges and the flag and the unit patch. And, you know, he's, he's got little like Nerf bullets full of hand sanity, pop, 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 dispensing masks, you know. What if we had a guy dressed like Osama bin Laden? <laughs> yes. Sitting in first class, because that's what he would buy. But of course. And he's sitting there and he's rubbing his beard and he takes his mask off and he's like, you Americans and your stupid masks. Ah. And here comes Rob O'Neill as a flight attendant, M4. Tut, tut, tut. And, I don't, and I'm talking like no Nerf guns, maybe gruesome blood, brain matter. And then it ends with the little child running up to Mr. O'Neill. Can I get your autograph, mister? You sure can. Remember, kids, wear your masks. Air mask, Marshall. <laughs> I love it. I don't understand why we don't use more bad people out of history to promote things of today. You know? Yeah. Like, hi, I'm Hitler. You should be a racist. And then people would be like, fuck that guy. Don't be a racist like Hitler. Like, that would be a great PSA. Like, McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's bringing you fuck Hitler this year. Also McNuggets. Like, it's a great idea. Why aren't we doing this? Like, we, everybody says, like, I hear the, the, the constant argument of Americans need something to rally behind. Americans love to hate shit. Yeah. Love to dislike stuff. Like, and there's plenty of people in history that we can dislike. I mean, I love the idea of that, you know, like the, the chicken McNuggets of every color and every kind, you know, and like Saddam Hussein doesn't want you to have them, but pop, 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 air mask, Marshall. I love it. Absolutely. Dude, you just ain't, you've quelled my anxiety for today because I, I feel like we need to bring this to like those, what is it like that big PR company, something in Morris or- uh, Oh, William Morris. William or, Morris yeah. and be like, listen, we have a campaign that's going to rock the world. Osama bin Laden, Saddam Hussein and Hitler together. And we're gonna talk about why you should wear your safety belt in the car, why you should wear your helmet when you ride a bike and why you should wear your mask. 
<laughs> yeah, this will help rally people in the COVID coronavirus racial inequality era that we are living through. Yes, this is it. And before I, I go it. any further, folks, this is not like a joke about Nazis for the love of God. Did you hear about this lieutenant that got wrapped up? Okay, first of all, he I'm, looks twelve. He looked twelve. How the my, how the hell did he get in the army? The kid was twelve years. Old. I mean. Yeah, exactly. My joke, the joke that I just said is, let me be clear in case somebody didn't get the punchline, Hitler's a dick. Uh, that's it. Hitler's a dick. Nazis are dicks. Don't be a racist. Uh, this guy goes and tells this joke with Jewish people as the punchline. Like, yeah. the fuck are you? Th like, what part of your brain was like, Oh, this is going to end well. <laughs> like, this is going to be great. My commander is going to think this is hilarious. I just want to know how that freaking kid who doesn't look like he's even once shaved in his life probably doesn't even have any fucking short and curlies on his balls yet. How does he have 3 million followers? And I have 400 Twitter followers. What kind of universe is that? It's a very unfair one, sir. Baby-faced racist prick has three million people listen to him on TikTok. Okay, so I will go out. I'm not defending this kid. I don't think the joke. <laughs> let me just clear this. I am not defending this guy. I am not going to jump on the you know Jewish joke grenade because fuck that dude. Yeah, but I yeah. will say this: Do I think he's a racist? I don't know him. I don't think the joke is enough to say he's a fucking racist. What I would say, he's a fucking dumbass. Yeah. Um, for sure. I think we can all agree, like, inappropriate joke, don't do that, especially when you're an, uh, an active duty lieutenant, United States Army. Uh, for sure, think about what you're going to say on TikTok. But do I think he's a racist? No. Could he be a racist? Absolutely. He could, could be. Right. I don't think he is. I think he's a dumbass. Um, I don't, and I might get heat for this, but I don't think this should end his career. Hmm. No, like, I don't think, I, 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 I think our knee jerk reaction is to like the first time a young person makes a mistake, we want to, you know, uh, wrap them up to the, to the stake and burn them in front of everybody as if, None of us were dumbass 20-year-olds. Right, right. The guy made a mistake. He's an idiot. Okay. I think that they should definitely mentor him. I think leadership should all take their shot. They should just line up leadership and just punch him in the gut. Um, <laughs> right? Uh, but this is an opportunity to mentor. It's an opportunity to help people grow. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, 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 he could I think be a he very does talented young guy. I think he does need punishment, totally. Oh, for sure. Um, and I think it needs to be something that'll make him reflect <clears throat> and learn what he did. Like, I mean, you can't just punish him with, like, rate, rank, paycheck, restriction, or whatever they do for young officers. I don't even know. <clears throat> you can't just do traditional punishment, though. It has to be something where he's going to think about this. So maybe he has to um, work at a veteran's home or something and – work with people that are of the world war ii generation um maybe get to know them connect with them in a way so he'll get the fact that you know these guys who liberated places like auschwitz and decau and all these other 
infamous battles, just famous, legendary, great moments of American history. He'll get to connect with them. And then while connecting with them, he can like wipe their ass or change their bedpan or, you know, do the, the, <laughs> the unsavory side of elder healthcare. I think they should maybe give him a special assignment, send him to work at the National Holocaust Museum, giving children's tours. Ooh. Right? Ooh, like, yeah. that's your job. For the next six months, you're going to be a National Holocaust docent, and you're going to give children this tour. And then you're going to give this tour to veterans of World War II when they come through. Oh, my God. Like... You want yeah. to see, I couldn't do that. Like my heart would be too heavy. You know, when I was in Germany, I didn't understand. Like they have the better opportunity for single soldiers, the boss program. And every year they were like, hey guys, we're going to do a special trip up to Dauschwitz, uh, uh, Dachau or Auschwitz. And they're like, we're going to do this thing. And I was, they were like, you coming? I'm like, no, no, that's. That's not a good time for me, man. That's yeah. that's a that's an uber bummer. That's like, oh, like I couldn't finish. Uh, yeah, right. It's gut wrenching, man. I couldn't even finish. Uh, what's that black and white movie? Um, Schindler's List. Oh, Schindler's List. Yeah, no, never finished it. I was like halfway through. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> oh, god damn it! I can't deal with this. Um, yeah, man. I think that's an appropriate punishment. Like, I, I, I like. I want the army to go back to stuff like that. Like, yeah. Punishment meeting the crime, like you were a dick on YouTube or, or TikTok. Maybe make him do a bunch of like PSAs, you know? Yeah, yeah. And maybe he should be the one that's like, don't be a fucking Nazi. <laughs> maybe and then Rob he... O'Neill jumps out and punches <laughs> him in the face. <laughs> Rob O'Neill just punches random people in the face that we think deserve it. You, this yeah. kid probably deserves a punch in the face. Um, what else do you got for me, man? What's going on in your world? I just want to wind down with uh, the last thing, and that's this election anxiety everyone has about the mail. I can't say the election's going to give you any less anxiety because it's just talked about so often that it's driving us all kind of mad, no matter what side you're on. I mean, just, it's meant to raise your blood pressure, and that's what the press is meant to do. Me, the antidote for anxiety. Brought to you by Tylenol. Um, <laughs> and Rob O'Neill runs out and punches Bill Rob O'Neill <laughs> No, um, I saw on one of our articles that was about the post office thing about how veterans are concerned, uh, they're not going to get their prescriptions, and that this whole mail-in ballot thing's going to upset, it's not going to function properly, that they're taking machines offline, and that's all meant to interfere with mail sorting so that it slows down the mail, and it's all a scandal and it's all a uh, uh, it's all some sort of master plan of the Republicans and of Donald Trump to maintain power so I looked at it did a little digging and I found out that like the post office has been insolvent for a long time it's not new that it has these budget things two some of this some of the machinery they have is old and frankly just needs to go so I don't need anybody to reinstall a dial-up modem here in this studio for me just because it's going to make you freaking feel better the piece of equipment sucked i don't need it anymore maybe some of these machines sucked and they're not needed and then third why was it insolvent for so long 
there's a bill they passed years ago, like in 19, I want to say 90s, uh, called HR 6407. It was during Bush's term, um, called the Postal Enhancement and Authorization Act. And HR 6407 was put out there by a Republican from Virginia named Tom Davis, who wanted to make the post office more efficient. One of the claims that he said was holding them back was their, the amount of money they need to earmark for retirement Medicare benefits or for retirees health benefits. But the bill mandated they keep $75 billion on hand to cover, or excuse me, $76 billion to cover 75 years of future health care spending. Let me just say that again. The bill that was introduced during Bush's term mandated the post office pay for future expenses for 75 years for retirement health care. Think about that. You have to keep in your checking account the amount you're going to spend on groceries for the next 75 years. You're going to go broke because you're, you're going to go broke. Not- yeah, you can't right. do that. And then instead of having the money on hand and then being able to invest it richly in the stock market or in some sort of secondary lending market, you can only invest it in T-bills. See, this is a prime example of what communists communists need all these kids that are out there right now like we need communism we need the government we we need a strong government and i'm like this is what happens (laughs) when you give government any opportunity to do anything like our democracy is a very clear example of why you don't need big government yeah yeah so i wanted to know more though because i was like did this hr 6407 passed over a decade ago by a president, by two administrations ago. Did this really kneecap the post office? If we lifted this, would the post office suddenly become profitable and be able to keep up with UPS and FedEx and the Amazon guy I see so often in my neighborhood, thanks to my wife's shopping, that I'm going to have to get him a Christmas card because my kids know him <laughs> by name. But the post office is going to hold it. So, so I said, is that really what kneecapped it? So I, I did a little more digging. I found Tom Davis. He's a lawyer. He lives in Alexandria, Virginia or something. Like he lives right near DC. He works at some firm. I called him. He gave me his number. And we talked um, one day last week. And he told me this is one, not holding the post office back because they haven't paid their bill in 10 years. Uh, We tried to fix it in 2006. Well, we gave the post office more flexibility uh, to make business decisions, which they were limited to under the previous act. Um, but the business model remains very flawed. Wait, and wait. two, and two, he also told me that like this is just politics. The post office actually never even said that they'll be unable to deliver ballots by mail. The post office merely said. You want it in three to five days? Meh. We're probably going to need a couple more days. But the press took that and the parties took that to mean, oh, you can't do it. See, it's going to be, they're going to rig the elections, is what one side said. And then the other side was like, oh, they're going to hurt the post office. Post office has sucked forever. It's true. 
So when I talked to Tom Davis, I was like, huh. Well, turns out you didn't kneecap them. They were like limping to begin with. So they haven't paid their bill in 10 years. Does that mean like they haven't been contributing to the 75 million billion dollar fund for 10 years? Yeah. And that this is all just politics. It's all hot air. The post office will continue to function at a deficit until someday somebody kills it. But, but it, this, is this is just hot air being thrown at you from each side to make you question and to make you mad. But this is typical government, though. Typical government where sexy stuff gets the money. Hey, we want to build a new joint strike fighter. Yeah. We want to build a new ship. Yeah. We want a $75 million uh, troop equipment. Yeah. My favorite, personal favorite. Uh, let's change the Army's uniform again. Um, <laughs> sure. Hey, guys. Uh, we're the post office. Um, we've got this conveyor belt that's being run by uh, children. Yeah, <laughs> like we actually got wild dogs to run this thing. And uh, what is the government like? What do you want? Oh, we we need like a couple hundred million to get people their their letters. And what does the government do? Like post office? Hey, hey, nerd! Hey, dork! Kick rocks. I got a joint strike fighter to build. These army guys are tired of this camouflage. They want some ASU. They want some ACUs, baby. It, it, it's insane that we let our infrastructure like the fucking post office. We take, we take it for granted, right? We well, okay. You know what? But to counter that, I'll say maybe it's also time that the government get out of some businesses because I literally heard an ad for something yesterday, like some kind of like colon cleansing juice or some sort of like juice diet. You can order it by, I don't know anything about colon cleansing, but it's some sort of juice you can order by 1 p.m. and it'll be at your house by 9 p.m. Private sector's gotten so good. Who can compete with same day delivery? I mean, drones bringing you a Big Mac? I mean, it's now, like on the, on the they've gotten side. so good. Why do we even want a, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, but, but here's maybe the thing. Maybe they should get out of the game. For example, my kid had a birthday gift coming. So I had to send his box of birthday stuff from Manassas down to Tennessee. I had two choices, UPS or uh, Postal. I actually had three, but Federal, FedEx, but I, I was already at the, spot i was getting thai food the po the the the, uh the uh ups guys right next door so i'm at the ups place and they're like well we got these two options well how much is regular mail they're like 30 bucks not bad how much is ups he's like 60 literally twice as much but because i i felt a little weird about the post office and all these delays vets are waiting for their meds and i'm like i don't want to take the chance this thing's late it's 60 bucks but not everybody has that option. Not everybody can be able to do that. In addition, if we let private companies do this, the cost of, of your medications will go up because now these companies have to take into account the price of you know sending it to you via UPS, FedEx, and all this other stuff. So I, I like a federal post office option. I wish they ran it 
a little smartly. Like the problem is maybe we forget to upgrade our technology. So Amazon's bringing the latest and greatest. UPS, FedEx, they have their own fleets. They're doing their thing. Hey, post office, hey, give them some love, man. Let's give them a conveyor belt that's not 100 years old. Let's, let's give them some technology for the love of God, a robot. Give them a robot. Give them a – we could train like, like those – like what was it? Some country offered us during the Iraq War like 10,000 monkeys that we would have trained to go – I swear to God, this is a true story. They, some country offered us 10,000 little monkeys – that we would use to clear minefields. Huh. I can't imagine being the guy that's like, send the monkeys and just having to go walk through monkey bits. <laughs> like, oh, 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 we lost another one. Oh. Not oh. you, Chim Chim. You're my favorite. He was my favorite. <laughs> little lazy eye. He was so cute. He was adorable. Yeah, let's get these little, ch- like we could use these little chimps and train them how to sort mail. I don't know. I, I kind of like the post office. It's cheaper than the other guys. Okay, then just change the way it works. Because when's the last Maybe. time you checked your mail and realized you had 17 things in that stack of mail and you didn't want any of them? Junk mail, junk mail, circular flyer, grocery store flyer. I mean, it's all ads. I never even get actual letters. I pay my bills online. I mean, I agree. so you have to adapt. And I think that their failure to adapt, whether by monkey or by <laughs> some other level of service and change what they do to fit into the fold of the complex male economy we live in right now. I mean, now it's fair to say they need changes not made by government, not made by Congress people, but it's also fair to say that for right now, all the fear we have over your mail not getting there is all fabricated. It's bullshit. And HR 6407 doesn't slow the post office down any more than the post office slows the post office down. So um, just accept the fact that we're not going to count our votes for probably 14 days after the election and move on. But we'll get them. But we'll get them. What what about like the – vets that are not getting their meds what about all these delays like isn't that an example of what could be happening to the, ba- the ballots yeah and that's why i say i mean it'll be a slower count it's not all going to rush in but i mean i we've talked about vets that have slow mail i've and i could be wrong and this may happen and i there's an exception to everything you could say but i haven't i have not heard of a story of vets that got no mail that never got their meds so I'm thinking if they got them slower, right. that sucks. But, you know, that's also an intricacy that has everything to do with how the postal system operates in this new world economy. Because if that same vet ordered that medicine on Amazon, he could have had it with his colon juice by 9 p.m. So tell me, how does this tie in to Epstein, Aliens, QAnon, and um, because uh, me and Jack Murphy have had this long tradition, we seem to have been able to tie every conversation into Epstein, QAnon, Pizzagate, aliens of some sort. Um, I will say, we don't want to hear your message of peace, uh, Mr. Phil Briggs. Nobody cares about it's not real. It, don't be scared. We want 
fear. Okay. <laughs> if I'm a left guy, fuck the right. If I'm a right, right guy, fuck the left. Um, you're, you, Mr. Briggs, you're in the media. You need to fan the flames of panic, fear, right. and paranoia. So what can we be scared of from this? Here's what you need to be scared of. Rob O'Neill. Rob O'Neill. Oh, my God. So, folks, this is the thing. Rob O'Neill will uh, punch you in the face if you're afraid that uh, your postal office won't get your ballot there on time. It's going to be fine. Stop freaking out. Relax. Get your votes in. Go vote. Although, to be perfectly honest, this is just Rod Rodriguez's opinion. I mean, <laughs> it's, I don't even know what's happening this year. I, I might, you know, I was trying to get Jack Murphy to run for president. I was trying to see if we oh, could Jesus. get a, a write-in, like just vote for Jack Murphy. Uh, Jack Murphy 2021, I would like it. Not going to happen. He doesn't want to run for president. Maybe Phil Briggs wants to run for president. Not me, dude. I, not me. In fact, I'm more for your monkey idea than I am getting involved in any of this. I just want to be in here with my beer, my fire, and live on the Redneck Riviera, buddy. That's my goal in life. <laughs> Phil Briggs, uh, always an inspiration. Thank you for trying to calm America down. Uh, but it's not going to work, man. We want panic we want to uh, toilet short toilet paper shortages um you know I, I will tell you so get this mr phil briggs last night i went to the movies Jumasco. i had to wear a mask um went to the movies we saw tenet super dope movie ridiculously good bring a paper and pen it gets complicated um, but I will tell you what was weird. There were no free refills, no refills because COVID. Right. Um, but here's the cool part. When you reserve your seats, at least AMC down here at Worldgate, you reserve your seats. Let's say you get four or five seats, right? Automatically, they kill the seats to the left and to the right of your purchase. And then the seats after that, they're open for people to sit in. It was fantastic. I had a full space between me and some stinky guy. Like this dude showed up. I don't know if he showed up right after the gym, if he walked through a pile of shit and Cheetos, but my wife is sitting there. She's like, what is this guy? And she, so like everybody, here's what happened, people. I'll be honest with you. Nobody had their mask on, okay? The minute you sat down, the lights went out. Everyone's like, and everyone kept it like around their chin. So if you saw some other, like, oh shit, <laughs> I'm in compliance. Nobody had their mask on the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Except for my wife, <laughs> who was like, like staring. This is the guy. This is the guy. It stinks like shit. And she's like, this is disgusting. And I'm like, babe, you don't have to wear your mask. She's like, no, no, I, I do. This is fine. I, I'm, I'm happy to comply right now, <laughs> but um, I, I would encourage folks, listen, if you can, if you feel comfortable, get outside again, start repopulating the earth, come out of your holes. Yeah. I, I think we need to help kickstart society. 
I'm all for it. Yeah. 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 Go outside and play. Go to do some kind of activity. Go buy something if you are financially capable because yeah, I'm sick of the whole, you know, it, wash your hands. Let's yeah. hide. It, it cats out of the bag. Like I was telling the folks like, Hey man, we fucked it up. We were, if we'd have done the quarantine for a couple of weeks and not had riots and all this other stuff, maybe we would have like got it under control, but it's it cats out of the bag. Genie's out of the bottle. Uh, now what we can do is if you're susceptible, wear your mask, wash your hands. If you're not, you should probably still wear, wear, uh, you know, wear a mask if you think you might have a cough or something along those lines. But I don't know, man. I, I just want, I think life has to go back to normal now. Bottom line is it's going to be okay. At some point, it's going to be okay. And your daily diet from the news cycle is probably more fear than you need. And mom! Talk to your mom. mom! That was the call of the Briggs family. Mr. Phil Briggs, where can people find you? Where can people just bask in your wisdom? Immerse themselves in some Briggs. I give it to you every day on ConnectingVets.com. Look in the audio section under CBS Eye on Veterans and uh, every Friday, one hell of a show. Terrific. What's on the next one, man? When is this one coming out? Uh, Matt Best, Black Rifle Coffee this Friday. So you don't want to miss that one. I'm not even going to give anything away except for the fact that I do bust his balls about only having one bicep. And uh, like the true character he is, he played right along and explained exactly how he broke his bicep. And it may involve Lubriderm and some Kleenex. Maddie Bat Best is probably one of the coolest people I've ever had the chance to have a conversation with. Um, dude, I can't wait. Cannot yeah. wait. Uh, when is that coming out? Sunday? Saturday? Friday? This Friday. This Friday. Drop on ConnectingVets.com. This Friday morning, folks, you wake yeah. up. It's going to be waiting for you. It's probably waiting not by morning. It's Give me till 2. Till 2 p.m. It's going to be waiting for you. You ruined it. You ruined it, Phil Briggs. We <laughs> want it at 4 a.m. Friday morning, and we want it hand-delivered by Phil Briggs at your door. He's going to come in there with a video cassette, with an audio cassette. He'll Here you go. Or maybe we should deliver it via monkey-operated post. Except if the post office doesn't, it'll come to Sunday. It'll maybe. come Sunday. But, folks, ConnectingVets.com, Phil Briggs, audio section. Look, there's this little thing. Uh, you click it, it says like audio. You're going to find the drop down menu, Eye on Veterans. Click that. You're going to get, uh, and go back. There's a whole bunch of them. Some of y'all sleeping on connecting, uh, uh, connecting the, some of y'all sleeping on Eye on Veterans. Go check it out, my man, Phil Briggs. I'm Rod Rodriguez. As always, uh, this is the back brief. We're a podcast, we're on YouTube. Uh, do you want me to do TikToks, folks? I'll do TikToks. I'll do my little dance for you. Just no jokes, no bad jokes. No dirty jokes. I will just make sure that all of my TikToks are in scant. I'll be scantily clad. That's how I plan to make my money. My future fortune will be Rod Rodriguez, uh, booty model on TikTok, on uh, all the social media platforms. But folks, you can always find me on uh, ConnectingVets.com, audio section, back brief. Uh, we also do a little show called Vet Story Season 2. It's all about veterans. It's all about their stories. And we do it in a really weird and kind of fun way. Go check it out. As always, uh, we are here for you. And you can follow me on Twitter at RodPodRod. You can follow Mr. Phil Briggs on Twitter as well. At Phil Briggs Vet. Phil Briggs Vet. All right, folks, that does it for us. We will see you 
next episode later this week, next week. I don't, you know what? There's no schedule to this. It's chaos here at ConnectingBets.com. We're living in the apocalypse, baby. We do what we want, when we want, how we want to do it. You might, I might be here in two weeks. We might be here next week. I might drop another, uh, another episode tomorrow. Who knows? But go, go subscribe. Leave me some comments. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.